0: Welcome to the podcast let me just start by saying that you are a person a human not an object or a product you have inherent value and significance right now because of who you are regardless of how your day went or what other people say about you how you feel about yourself you're not worthless and you're not hopeless Contrary to what social media or ads may lead you to believe, you don't need to perform, buy, or consume anything in order to be whole and content. I'm not here to sell you anything, convince you of anything, or to reveal any hidden secrets that no one has ever discovered before. Quite simply, I'm here to say that no matter what's going on in your day and life right now, it's okay you're okay, and you're not alone. I don't mean that everything you're going through is necessarily right or easy. Not at all. I mean that even if you're in the worst possible spot, and nothing around you is right or fair, that's not the end. And it's okay to be exactly where you are, and be honest about it. You may be in a spot that's unhealthy and needs to change. But at least for this moment, it's okay to be there, and to be open about it, and to be around other people in the midst of it. I also want to give you just a moment to sit silently and breathe for a few seconds. Without someone's agenda or product being pushed on you. If you're multitasking or doing something else right now, I encourage you to put it on pause for just a few seconds to sit, breathe, and be still. All right, now let me give you some context. My name's Tyler, and you probably already know me since I don't expect to go viral anytime soon. But I've been pondering dozens of different podcast ideas and names and themes over the past few months. And in the end, this is where I landed human again. I'm interested in a lot of different things, but when I thought about what I'm most passionate about and what I think about most consistently, I started seeing a common theme. I'm still working on finding a way to describe it clearly and succinctly. So here's my best shot for now. It all centers around the idea of seeing people as people, appreciating the uniqueness, value and complexity of what it means to be human and to be an individual. This can be in a lot of different senses. One part of it is recognizing and lifting up the incredible worth of life and being a person. I strongly believe that every individual is immeasurably valuable. I don't think anyone is disposable or insignificant. It's saddening to me when I see anything that dehumanizes people or makes us into something less than what we are these can be explicit things like racism or bigotry that implies people of certain groups are inferior or less than human but it can also be more subtle and pervasive things like the way social media reduces our personhood into caricatures with the nature of technology today virtually everything is getting monetized and commoditized even people What that means is that we start to look at everything through the lens of how it can make money or be consumed or used or categorized. In turn, I think it makes it harder to remember the uniqueness and beauty of personhood. We can start to see ourselves and others as objects or tools or as a political position or a set of ideas or labels, rather than as holistic individuals with a wealth of complexity. What I hope to do is help us all move a little further away from that in order to see ourselves and others as human again. Fortunately, I think media and the Internet can actually be used to aid in this goal if we use it correctly and look in the right places. It's true, the loudest voices often oversimplify or exaggerate who people are in order to gain attention, but there's still a lot of quieter voices that can help us see more clearly, dive deeper, and discover incredible people. One example of how this happened for me was discovering more about Rodney Mullen. For those who don't know, Rodney Mullen is a professional skateboarder who was one of the early pioneers of modern skating today. Honestly, I've never really been in the skateboarding circles, and I only knew about him because he was a character in Tony Hawk Pro Skater on the Nintendo 64. I knew he was a popular skateboarder, but that was about it. If you are familiar with skateboarding, you may know that he's considered the godfather of street skating, and has likely invented more tricks than anyone else in the sport. He won 35 out of 36 skating competitions he participated in and still skates today at the age of 53. A lot of people probably just think of him as an amazing skater or a celebrity, or maybe they see him as a bad influence or just a stupid skater who's missing one of his teeth and couldn't get a real job. But as I started to watch interviews and talks by him, I was impressed to see what an incredible person he is without even considering any of his skateboarding achievements. For some reason, YouTube suggested a video about him, even though I hadn't watched any skating videos before, but I'm glad it did. I quickly became fascinated and learned that he's one of the most intelligent, gentle, and resilient people I've ever seen. Despite contributing more to skateboarding than probably anyone else, He's incredibly soft-spoken and humble. He never brags about himself or puts others down. Instead, you can tell he has an absolute passion for skating and a genuine admiration for others around him. He's also freakishly smart and creative, which is why he's been able to come up with so many different tricks and new ways of doing things. To top it all off, he has an unbelievable amount of grit and perseverance. He's failed and fallen on concrete or metal poles countless times and kept getting up and trying again. He practices his tricks obsessively and sometimes spending hours and hours just trying to get one new trick down. He spent several years in excruciating pain just grinding away at scar tissue in his leg in order to have enough mobility to keep skating. The videos I watched also helped me see that he's dealt with a lot of personal and emotional turmoil. He's open about many of the struggles he had when he was younger, and you can tell he still battles insecurity and depression, despite all his accomplishments. If you're interested in hearing more, I suggest you go check out some videos of him online, but the point I want to make is this. Before I learned more about him or heard his stories, It would be easy for me to judge or make assumptions about him, characterize him as various labels, or see him merely as a celebrity that is somehow different than anyone else. In reality, he's a human like us all, and he has some amazing characteristics that many people have no idea about, as well as many struggles that a lot of people may not see. While he's clearly exceptional in many ways, I don't think he's wholly different than anyone else. I think he simply has a big enough platform and is vulnerable enough that we can see what's true of us all. That we have extraordinary capacities and characteristics that often go overlooked or hidden under oversimplification. I think it's invaluable to recognize that and take time to look more intently at the people around us in order to recognize and affirm the many layers of who they are. My guess is almost all of you have some part of yourself that you don't feel anyone truly understands or recognizes. Maybe you're afraid to be open about it because it seems too risky to expose a deep part of yourself and possibly be criticized for it or judged. In turn, we often go through life without feeling fully known and understood, like no one actually understands some of the deepest parts of us. This touches on one of the foundations that I think is essential to rehumanizing people, empathy, and truly understanding other people's experiences. At this point in my life, I don't really care much about being proven right or winning arguments. Instead, I'm interested in understanding how other people think and how they perceive the world. As part of this podcast, I hope to spread this interest a little and spur others on to being a bit more passionate about empathy as well. It's amazing how far a story or vulnerable conversation can go to helping you see another person more clearly, to help you understand their rationale for the way they live or what they believe, and to help you care about them more genuinely. But there are some obstacles to this, like the expectation to filter everything we share or post online, rather than being open and vulnerable. There's also a bit of a bias toward fast and simple answers now, so it's becoming less common to actually wrestle with a topic and figure out how we feel about it instead of just reading a headline, and adopting what someone else tells us to think. We're used to moving from topic to topic so quickly that we don't always allow time to really try to see things from someone else's point of view. I think it's really important that we push past these obstacles and gradually develop better empathy, though, and here's why. If true empathy becomes more rare, That means there are less people understanding each other and less people feeling understood. When you feel like no one understands you, what is the result? In my own experience, the most common result is feeling alone and often in turn depressed. Similarly, if you don't understand others, It may also make you feel more alone because you'll think no one else is going through anything similar or could relate to what you're going through. You may even get angry at everyone because you're interpreting everything they do only in terms of how it affects or inconveniences you rather than realizing they're in a complicated situation of their own and likely mean no intentional harm to you. In fact, I think practicing and receiving empathy is one of the most powerful tools against loneliness and depression. About a year ago, I was in a pretty low spot emotionally. I was already a bit stressed and worn down, feeling dissatisfied and aimless about some areas of my life. And then I heard from a few different friends who were all going through really painful circumstances or were just in a bad place overall. As I continued to think about each of them and the things they were going through, I got more and more frustrated and cynical. I was tired of seeing the uglier side of the world everywhere and of constantly watching things start well, but inevitably fizzle out or go wrong. I was fairly depressed for a little while and didn't have much motivation or excitement about anything. I didn't feel like talking to people since I didn't know who would actually want to listen and if they would really understand where I was at. And even if they understood, there's still the risk. It could create distance or awkwardness or just make things worse by them shaming me for what I was feeling. One of my friends and I had established a habit of meeting up for about an hour every couple weeks just to check in and talk. We met up like usual one day, as I was still in this place of confusion and depression, and my friend asked me how I was doing. I'm very thankful for this friend because he thinks in a similar way as me, and he's also very intentional about going deeper in conversation and not just staying at a surface level. As I shared about my frustrations and aimlessness and where I was emotionally, He listened patiently and attentively. He didn't just jump in and say, oh, I'm sorry, that really sucks, and move on or assume he knew what I meant right away. He engaged with what I was saying and clarified things to make sure he was understanding correctly. He asked specific questions to see more clearly how I was feeling. In other words, he practiced good empathy. Through doing these things, he made it clear that he did have some understanding of what I was feeling and that he cared about me enough to try to understand better. He didn't scold me for anything or act like it was unusual for me to be in that spot. He normalized it and shared about his own similar experiences to let me know that I wasn't the only one. As a result, I didn't feel quite so alone and I didn't feel so powerless. He didn't give me any new information that I didn't have. He didn't offer any advice or tool to fix it. The most important things he gave me were his presence, an attentive ear, and the feeling of being understood. It didn't make the issues disappear or magically make everything better, but it did make a huge difference in how I was able to deal with them. It re-energized me and gave me a new hope. It lessened the feelings of depression and shame and helped me see that it wasn't too overwhelming to overcome. It also helped me to open up more to others and be vulnerable because I could see that it was safe to do so. I hope you've been able to experience similar conversations and friends who are safe and attentive and willing to dig deeper so you can feel truly understood and valued for who you are, even beneath any defenses or appearances you use to protect yourself. I also hope you've been able to be that person for someone else, to be with them and listen without assuming you know how to fix the problem and to just help them not feel so alone. I hope to be a model of that here and make empathy more common so we can move past the masks and barriers that often keep us from seeing each other authentically. If none of this has made sense or you still don't get what the podcast is about, don't worry, you're not alone. (laughs) I'm still figuring it out too. I'm going to work on fleshing it out more and more. But here's how I want to sum it up for now. My ultimate goal is to help people slow down, help them listen to and understand each other and themselves with better compassion and empathy, encourage them to look more deeply at their own lives, and to celebrate the value of life and humanity. On a personal level, I also hope to grow in these areas myself, to get better at communicating about them clearly, and practice better vulnerability and gratitude. I really don't think of myself as an expert in these areas, so I can't offer you life-changing information or strategies. I'm merely passionate to learn and grow more in these areas myself, and I invite anyone interested to walk this road with me. I think everyone's life is full of obstacles and setbacks and voices that would try to convince them they're less than what they really are. It's really easy to start seeing ourselves and others in an oversimplified way to miss the richness of each individual's experience and background. My hope is that I can help all of us gain a deeper appreciation for different perspectives, and develop more compassion for others and ourselves, to see people with curiosity and be eager to listen to their stories, to cut through some of the generalizations and oversimplification in order to see ourselves and those around us as human again.